Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on faking authenticity. And our topic today is on impressing. Yes. Now, impressing by itself, you know, it's very important. There's a lot of situations where we want to impress and need to impress because people don't know the real us. And maybe there's a promotion coming or something that you want to persuade on. And it's important that they get to know the real you and you want it to be impressive. But that's not really what goes on most of the time when people try to impress, is it? (laughs) You know, what's interesting about this topic in general And as you said, some examples of maybe you're at a job interview or you want a promotion, you want to stand out, is I think we often feel that we're faking authenticity when we're trying to impress. You know, I think that's why job interviews and promotions, we just feel like we're putting on a persona that we're really not. Yeah. And that's a, that's kind of an interesting flip side of the problem is that we've prejudged anything that's persuasive or has a sales aspect to be negative because we have to put on in order to get them to choose us or, or buy from us. And that's a, that's a fallacious misperception because then we hold back. That's that form of being unreal or being fake is we're holding back who we really are because we don't want it to come across as bravado or this kind of blowing ourselves up out of proportion with reality, which is our concern, not theirs. Well, and there are people who honestly we know are arrogant and like to talk about themselves in great detail about their... I'm going to stop you before you say any names. <laughs> no, I won't say any names. Okay. I wasn't actually really thinking about anyone in particular, <laughs> oh, okay. hint, hint. But, um, oh. no, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> no, but there are people who honestly really like talking about themselves. And I think what we fear is that we're going to come off sounding like those arrogant oh, people. Oh, I see. Self-absorbed. Yeah, self-absorbed. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious as to how you impress and still be yourself, like still be a person that you believe in, and that person doesn't write you off as an arrogant jerk. Well, just our own words that come out naturally when we are, get concerned about being perceived as arrogant or blowing ourselves up or being self-absorbed, you know, those are the clues that give it away right there. It's language that's not grounded in reality. And so really the clue for to help yourself tell whether you are the real you or not is how close to reality is your description of yourself. Now, if you are describing what you can do, what you like to do, what you're good at, and it's the truth, then it's grounded in reality. So you can be excited about that. The advantage of that excitement is your enthusiasm comes across about the subject, not about yourself because you're actually on topic with what you're good at. But when you feel you have to be more than you are, you're not good enough for this promotion in your own eyes, and you think they want three skills or interests you really don't have, but you still want the promotion, and you have to pretend and put on that you have those capabilities, then you're getting away from the real you, and you have to start acting, you have to start putting on other personas from people you've seen in those situations who have been admired or have gotten ahead. And, you know, that's a lot of work. Well, I'm struck by kind of what you said about wanting something that you may not necessarily be completely ready for, but you know you can handle or you can learn. How do you impress in that situation? How do you bring the conversation back to your skills, to who you really are, and still reach higher? (laughs) You know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting to learn and No, that's super exciting to 
be ambitious to the degree that you want to keep growing and keep learning and take on new responsibilities and learn new capacities. And, you know, it's a reality out there that you there's no place to go and become pre-competent and then be able to do everything in the promoted position that you're trying to get. People know that. So we're really you know, playing a mind game with ourselves, trying to think that we have to prove that we're already there in order to do it. Those firms, if you really do work for a firm that's looking for an already competent person, they're probably looking outside the organization to fill that role. Somebody who's done it several years somewhere else. Um, if they're looking inside the organization for those roles, then they know that you're going to be growing into it. So the key again, you know, the key again is to be naturally enthusiastic about who you are. That you can just really get excited about because you love certain things. Just love those things. It's almost like talking about somebody who loves sports and you get on the topic of sports. They don't have to put on any enthusiasm to convince them. They just love talking about that topic. Or, you know, just pick another topic of interest in the, the culture. That um, enthusiasm, you know, talk about people who prefer Macs versus PCs or this, you know, designer versus this designer. You know, people who are passionate in those areas, it just comes out and it doesn't come across as fake. And so we want that for ourselves. That's the part of the work that we really love. We love talking about. Well, I'm struck by a couple of things, and one which I, I think you would call, and you've mentioned it before, is this whole concept of being grounded in reality, the concept of you're talking about yourself, the reality of who you are, and that's exciting. I think often we don't give ourselves permission to talk about ourselves and want to impress because we view that as negative. And what strikes me is in these instances that we're describing, when you want to impress maybe a job interview, a promotion, you want to stand out in the workplace, it's okay. The reality is... That's what that uh, the workplace is designed for in that moment in a job interview and a promotion. It's okay to talk about yourself and to talk about the good things about yourself because that's what this is about. That's what the aim of those yeah. things are. No, it's exactly. So one way that natural enthusiasm might come out is just to tell your story. You know, talk about yourself more as a story about working there and what you've learned there. And the story is developing and the story is starting to change. And the storyline needs to grow and develop as your job does. So now you are ready for more responsibilities. Or now you've mastered this and you're getting a little bored in that. And so you're looking for new challenges. As you tell the story, you're articulating why it's no longer appropriate for you to stay where you are and how it is time. It's just appropriate to move on. And you want to move on there for all the reasons that you do want to move on there. And so just to, turning your professional development story into conversation is one way to persuade, one way to get excited about yourself, one way to impress without having to convince them that you know, you're more experienced than people with more experience than you. So Carl, let's be helpful to our readers. Let's recap. What are some of those steps that you're saying? What are the, some of the ideas that we're sharing that will help you kind of be authentic when trying to impress? Okay, so first we're trying to be comfortable in our own skin. That's our theme through the whole series, is that's an okay place to be. That's an exciting place to be. You've got, you bring a lot to the table. What we want is ways, when we're trying to impress someone, when we're trying to earn a certain perception in other people's eyes, is we want a natural way to be enthusiastic about that and talk about it comfortably. So there's two things that can cause discomfort that we've pointed to. One is not believing yourself that you're as 
competent as you are and so that you hold back. The other is thinking that they want somebody way beyond yourself. You put on more than you are. And so those two things, you know, putting on personas that aren't you and holding back on talking about what you do bring to the table, you know, kind of serve as a double whammy against us. So what we're trying to do is to get to that natural enthusiasm, as if talking about a hobby, of saying, or telling our story, and in the case of a promotion, saying how this is appropriate and our, where we need to develop next. If it's to get a job, it's to communicate, you know, as you've heard what they're looking for, that you fit that role and you fit it in the way that you want to fulfill it and not pretend to be, you know, how they've got it outlined maybe on the job description. One of the things that struck me while you were talking about is sometimes the double whammy of you either don't have confidence that you are the person for a role, and so you kind of are overcompensating for that, or you think there's someone else that's better for it. It's almost like you're trying to, you're making the decision for them. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, you're trying to have both sides of the conversation ahead of time, and we need to resist that temptation and and, you know, if we're not attractive to that company, then that's just for the best. Because the only way we will have a good time working there if we're looking for a job is if it's a match. So it might be disappointing not to get a job, but if it's not a match, that's the recipe for trouble. We do not want to take both sides of the conversation and pre-decide how they're going to respond and then pre-hold um, back or put on bravado to meet but we don't even know what's really going to happen yet. This is the way we get into trouble, right? I mean, that's mm -hmm. how we start over-exaggerating and uh, maybe not outright lying, but sort of putting on a persona we know that we are not comfortable with. And it's so much work. This is what I really want people to start to appreciate and pay attention to when they're in these situations, is it is a lot of work to pay attention to so many dynamics. If you've got to control them all, You've got to read people, how they're reading you, and keep adjusting and build yourself up or back off not to offend. That's a lot of work. But if you can calm down and get more comfortable, that's why I call the task is just getting comfortable. You just get comfortable. Well, then your mind and your heart is kind of freed up in that moment. You can actually engage in conversation, talk about the issue, think it aloud with them, and have some good discussions over the issue that, in which you're trying to impress. Boy, the weight off your shoulders of not having to do all that other work as well will be enormous, and you will come across more impressive. Well, and it strikes me, too, is we get into trouble when we're doing the work of impressing or putting on a farce. You're not listening to the other side, and you, you may be missing out on the fact that this may not be the right role for you. Mm -hmm, exactly. And then we get into trouble later with trying to put on a persona that kind of this cycle of faking authenticity. Well, certainly that leaves us a lot to talk about. I'm sure that we can relate a lot to having being made uncomfortable in these scenarios by either wanting something or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Come on over to the blog and share a story where you work, where you tried to impress and it backfired on you or where you got comfortable with yourself and had a great conversation about it. You know, it's really all of our ideas coming out on the table together that's going to generate some wisdom for each other to help us make work meaningful and be ourselves and enjoy getting down to the task. Well, next week we'll be talking about 
being authentic when confronting or faking authenticity when confronting, which is probably what most of us have been uh, <laughs> privy to. Join the conversation again on the website at boldenterprises.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 